Tanya for the seventh of Iyab, a personal story. Avram Asachachov was a young man when Reb Nachman of, of Kotsk told, told his father, he said, your son has an incredible power of tefillah, of davening. And this un powerful, this powerful um, ability to daven is getting in the way of his intellectual power. It's a very strange comment because usually the ability to pray and the ability to learn Torah don't seem to be in conflict with each other. But it sound, that sort of sounds like Menachem Endel Kotsk was telling the father of Avram, and Avram's father was very confused. Avram's uncle, his father's brother, was also heard about this, and he was also very confused. And he decided to be very straightforward about it. He called over the young Avram and said, this is what the Rebbe of Nachmendel Kotsk said. What does he mean about this? What, what special power of davening do you have? No one noticed that he had a special power of davening, and no one understood how it's possible these two things were in conflict, his davening and his learning. And the child told him, he said like this, he said, I used to have a watch, and this watch, it was very beloved to me because it would tell me the time that I needed to do everything. And then one day it broke, and I was so heartbroken. I didn't bring it to the store. I just davened to Hashem. And I davened with so much power and so much tears. I looked back at the watch, and I noticed it started working. And he said, from that point on, I know now that all I need to do is just daven, and whatever I want happens. And he said, when do I use it most? When I'm learning. I learn Torah, and I get stuck in a place. So I put my head down. I start crying, bitter tears in front of Hashem, asking Hashem to fix it. And Hashem puts the, the right answer in my brain, and then I keep moving. Then I get to another question. I put my head down, I start crying. And he told his uncle, he said, I think I know what Menachem Endukatsu is saying. He's saying that I'm not, I'm not using my brain because Hashem's just helping me out every time I get to a problem. Beautiful story. It's a, it's a level that I guess regular people aren't standing at. But the chapter 46, we're talking about a very easy way to accomplish a fear, a, a love towards God. And this love unlike the other loves, or at least unlike some of the other loves that we've discussed so far in the Tanya, is equal to all people. Any person could accomplish this, and like we mentioned a few times already, in fact, this love is unique, that the lower the person is, the lower their stature, the lower their ranking, the lower their accomplishment in, in godly service, the greater and more impactful this love will actually be. What we said is, we started off saying that just as a person looks into the water or a mirror, that for that matter and they smile to the mirror this mirror will be smiling back when a person has feelings towards someone else they'll have feelings back when we realize that god is so good to us we'll we'll reciprocate and kind of have reciprocal feelings now when we realize that a, like a king to a low life who pulls him out of the street and brings him into his palace and gives him so much ki kindness and love the this low life will have such tremendous feelings towards the king the altar argues when we realize how good God has been to us, we'll have, like the low life, incredible love towards the king, towards God. And it's not just like that. Dalton Rebbe keeps on amplifying this idea. He's trying to give us a thought, a thought process that we could cultivate a love towards God. And he says, it's not just that God's great and we're nothing. It's also that God is has so much greatness and so much love towards us and the more we start to realize how great god is how much how far away we are and how great of a distance god per se traveled to, to get to us the greater the love will be towards god because look how far he's extended himself now the angels in the higher world god has so many angels he didn't use any of them to to bring this love he, he himself went himself and all these angels the kulam shalim now we're starting today's tanya the angels ask every morning, where is God's place? Where is God's place of honor? And they say, that God 
place of, of honor is of glory is the Jewish people. God chose the, the Jewish people. He left the higher worlds and the lower worlds. And he came down to take the Jewish people out of Egypt, with the, which is a place of filth, like the, the low life in the street, covered in filth. Now, God could have just sent a million angels to go to it, but he did it himself. Hashem took it, not the, Hashem took the Jewish people out of, out of Mitzrayim, not through a, 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 lo, a low-level angel or a high-level angel. God himself came down to Egypt and took the Jews out. That's written, and I descended to save you, Jewish people, from Egypt. It's in order that God should have an intimate relationship with every single Jewish person. So this is extremely personal. God did this all himself, and God went to the most disgusting, despicable place to capture us and free us when it's it when we think about that, it should inspire an incredible joy. But it didn't just stop there. Point number two of today's time. When a person has the when a person learns Torah, a person's able to connect and bond with God in a deep and intimate way. So it's not just that God took us out of Egypt and that was that. No, God then took us and brought us into, like the example we brought three days ago, two days ago, of the king bringing the, the taking the man out of the streets. It wasn't just that he brought him into his palace in, in a room so even the greatest ministers and guards aren't able to go. God enabled the Jewish people not just to be freed from Egypt personally, but also to have a deep and meaningful and intimate relationship with God when we learn Torah. God and his Torah fully one. And when we learn Torah, we connect to Hashem in this this. Intimate way, the and also in the form of embrace. What is what is embracing? Kissing is like learning Torah. What is embrace? And we mentioned this again twice already in the Danya. This is doing the mitzvahs, a positive mitzvahs. When we do a positive mitzvah, we put tzedakah in, in the tzedakah bush. We learn Torah. We Shabbos candles. We all the different that we keep Shabbos, whatever the mitzvah is. When we do those mitzvahs, we are getting a hug from God. When we're giving a hug to God, or in this particular case, we're getting a hug from God. God gives us the ability to be hugged by Him by doing a positive mitzvah. And we mentioned this many times throughout the Tanya, the 248 organs of the God is the mitzvahs, and God lets us connect to them. We connect to them, we, we connect to the mitzvahs. So there, in a, in a macro level, if you want to split all the mitzvahs up, you could think of the mitzvahs in three categories. There's a chesed type of mitzvah, there's a gevura type of mitzvah, and then there's a rachamim type of mitzvah. And all the mitzvahs will fall out in all of the different the different ones. Rachamim, for example, will be um, the uh, learning Torah. At the very beginning of mitzvahs and, and Torah. These are the three categories, and that's what collects all the 248 mitzvahs within those categories. The three categories also represent three lines. If you look at three lines, God created the world in his own image, whatever that means, but within in his own image. And at two arms and the body are what is involved in a hug. So when we're when we do a mitzvah, we are have we're involved with either these three, let's call it lines, and these three lines represent a body and two arms, which is also a hugging motion. What are we trying to say? 
It's a little bit of sidetrack who's getting involved in the details of it. What are we trying to say? When God gives us the opportunity to be hugged by him by giving us the incredible opportunity to do a mitzvah. God's saying, do the mitzvah. He's not saying, well, you do this for me. You know, I've done so much for you. You don't know. He's saying, I'm giving you an incredible opportunity. You want to get a hug for me? Here it is. I'll give you a hug. Here's a way. Here's how, here's how you activate it. Give, put a coin in Zakabushka. You want to activate it? Keep Shabbos. Make it beautiful. All the different ways of us doing a mitzvah, positive mitzvah, is, our, is God just saying, I love you so much. I want to give you a hug. This is how you start it off. And the third point of, of today's Tanya, and the says, when we do a mitzvah, it's like we were getting married to God. And this is what it says, when we make a bracha on doing a mitzvah, we say, this that you made us kadosh with your mitzvah. You made us, and the, the translation, which is a dreadful translation, you made us holy with your mitzvahs. It's a very bad translation. Many reasons. I'll try to explain in multiple locations different why that is so. But the but kiddushanu means holy, but also to use the word as kiddushanu as kiddushin. You married us through your mitzvahs. Just like a man marries a woman, we have kiddushin, marriage. That marriage just means that two people now become one. Like the Pasuk talks itself about Adam and Chava getting married, they became, um, a man will get married to his wife and cleave to his wife and they'll become one flesh. Marriage means that two become one. When we do a mitzvah, we have this marriage element happen. We light Shabbos candles. In that moment, the person lighting the Shabbos candles becomes one with God. This is what it's like, but a Thousand, uh, infinite amount more. Who yichud never shall lekisam. Yes, he seconds. But there mitzvahs. But never shall chayinus moroshem. And this kam now. But earns everybody for. When a person does a mitzvah, marriage is just an example. But it's so much beyond that. When a person does a mitzvah, they get an incredible unification with God. And that unification with God is is a bond. It's a gift that God gives us. This incredible unity that we get to have with God. In summary, what are we seeing in today's Tanya? A person thinking about how. Far God's extended personally, not through agents and malachim and, and ministers and guards and soldiers. God Himself came down, rescued and captured us out of Mitzrayim, and then gave us in brought us into His palace and gave us hugs and kisses, which is the ability to learn Torah and the ability to do mitzvahs. When we just think about that just a little bit, it will, it will we realize how much God loves us. Thinking about it will make us realize we need to have a reciprocal feeling. God loves us so much, of course we have to love Him back. Thank you so much for joining the Tanya. Tanya is a little bit of 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 a little bit